With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live.
Welcome to the Waterman Files. This is Dr. John Waterman coming to you from deep inside the castle. Good afternoon. Today is January the 30th. Our guest today is Eli James. We're going to be talking about Rabbi Khan, Harbingers, and Signs. You're going to like this one. We'll be right there. unexplained urgency? If so, you may be part of the remnant being called into the wilderness. Together. You are not alone. You are not alone. Ground crew, you are not alone. Ground crew, you are not alone. Ground crew, you are not alone. We are in this together. We're in this together. Surely you know that. Because sometimes you feel all alone in this whole big project of uh, the end days. I'm glad you're here. Today, January the 30th, 2015, quite, quite a, quite a uh, calendar we have. Things are moving along quite well for the scenario of things to be collapsing soon. (laughs) Tons and tons of trouble. Hey, today we have a a guest, Eli James, and uh, as I put up on the post today for today's broadcast, we're going to be talking about Rabbi Khan, and I put in parentheses, a parasite. Right. There you go. Yep. And harbingers and signs, and today 
Eli is going to talk to us. And by the way, Eli, before we begin, you know, there is tons of stuff on, like, Before It's News, which is, by the way, associated with Unseen. And when you go to Unseen, folks, uh, you don't have to give them anything. You can make up a name, but you get this free encrypted stuff. Anyway, one uh, one of the things that I might mention is that uh, J.B. Wells, the guy that used to talk real dark, deep-voiced for Art Bell late at night, you know, welcome to Coast to Coast, that real deep voice. Well, he does lots of stuff in uh, he his his voice is used in in uh, that industry and he's hired out but anyway he started his own show called Caravan of Midnight and Eli he had something he read about the Boston Tea Party and you know there's this new series on television called Sons of Liberty and they pro- they project Samuel Adams and a whole bunch of them and of course the Boston Tea Party as something that they just barely got away with. They didn't even project it correctly. I mean, these guys snuck out and did it, and they found out after the fact they'd throwed these boxes of tea, crates of tea into the harbor, over 300 of them. They didn't come up to them like they did in that. So I, I you can't even watch uh, the Hollywood <laughs> version of our historic uh, fathers, you know. By the way, I want you to hear this. It's an interesting appendage to a quote from the Boston Tea Party event. He puts a comment at the end that has to do, I don't under, you know, kind of like, why did they put that at the end of this? You know, why did they say that at the end? And, and what he's referring to is, let Israel go. And he's going, what they say that for? You know, you'll get it when you hear it. Let me play it. Selling American merchants. The citizens of Boston had had enough. On December 16, 1773, led by Samuel Adams, a band of patriots called, not sons of anarchy, sons of liberty, disguised themselves as Mohawk Indians, left the South Meeting House toward Griffin's Wharf, boarded the ships Dartmouth, Eleanor and Beaver, and threw 342 chests of tea into the harbor. This was called, of course, the Boston Tea Party. The men of Marlborough, Massachusetts, declared, Death is more eligible than slavery. A freeborn people are, a few freeborn people are, are not required by the religion of Jesus Christ to submit to tyranny and may make use of such power as God has given them to recover and support their liberties. We implore the ruler above the skies that he would bear his arm and let Israel go. That seemed like an odd addition, but there it is. So what's that odd addition about? (laughs) What was it that J.B. Wells was trying to say, Eli? Yeah. Well, even before then, the uh, pilgrims and Puritans at Plymouth Rock considered themselves to be Israel. There you go. Yeah. So 
We have all kinds of historical information that we knew who we were when we were here, right? J.B. Wells, of course, doesn't because he's not educated. Eli, let's see if we can't get through this. I set that stage because we're going to be talking about somebody. And before we do, (laughs) I have a very short clip. I went to his stupid website. And you know how they always say, if you bless Israel, you'll be blessed. You remember that? They always say. They bless the Jews, not Israel. Yes. Well, here's what he thinks. Here, I'm going to have him say it. I've got him quoting it. And they and the Jews constantly use this to browbeat the white people and everybody else in Judeo-Christianity so that they can make sure they submit themselves uh, to them. Because, gosh, you know, it's a drive through hamburger place. If you do good stuff for us, Things will happen for you. It's yeah. kind of like that. If you just give me a dollar, you'll be blessed and blessed and blessed. You know, that right. kind of stupid stuff. Well, here, here is Jonathan Kahn doing his stuff to his, have you ever heard of a Christian rabbi? That no. doesn't even make sense. I'm going to let Eli get into that. But it's, like a, a yeah. lesbian, it's like a lesbian straight person. <laughs> <laughs> You're kind of cutting out. I don't know if you're on speakerphone or what, but it's okay. not. It's not Okay. I'll, I'll switch to a headset. Okay, go ahead. Uh, okay, I'm going to play this while he's switching. Here you go, guys. All right. From your family, your your father's house, to the land I will show you. And I will make you a great nation. I will bless you. I will make your name great. And you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. And the one who curses you, I will curse. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Or it says in your seed. <laughs> of yeah. course, he's going he's gonna to pound on this. Oh, now you got to treat me good because you'll be blessed. And by the way, if you treat me bad, we're yeah. going to do some butt kicking on you. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. go ahead. Well, that passage in uh, Genesis, Genesis 12, uh, one through three is uh, not referencing the Jewish people at all. It's referencing Abraham, and Abraham had at least eight descendants, uh, and, you know, uh, some children by uh, Hagar, and that, those are the Ishmaelites by, who call themselves the Arabs today, and uh, the I think six sons uh, via Keturah who uh, moved east and became known as the Indo-Aryans. And then Isaac. And those blessings come through Isaac, not through the Jews. And the Bible also says, in Isaac shall thy seed be called. So what have the the Jews called themselves by the name of Isaac? Well, that's true. Never. Let me ask you a question for some Mm -hmm. of our listeners. Jews are Edomites, right? That's right. Can Edomites be saved? No, they cannot. Because they're the children of Edom, and the book of Obadiah and Malachi and several other places, even Zechariah, say that these Edomites will be, be destroyed off the face of the earth and will be as if they had never been. Now, part, this does not mean we hate this creature 
No. Maybe God hates them. Well, God God hates them. In fact, Esau I have hated, Jacob I have loved, which is exactly what Yahweh says in the Bible. Now, Yahweh to get hates this, Esau. To get this correct, folks, the Father has no plans now to redeem the descendants of fallen angels. The inheritance That's of right. redemption is only through Adam and his descendants. So how can then a Jewish, Ashkenazi, Kazarian, slash Edomite rabbi... Viper, Viper parasite. <laughs> be, how can they be right? a Christian... Why do they do that? They Most can't. of the time, it's, well, it's it's very convenient way for some of them to make money. That I should. Say. Of course, of course, yeah, and and the whole Jewish game is based on the pretense that they're the Israelites of the Bible, which they are not. Okay, Jews are absolutely not related to the Israelites of the Bible, and uh, even lately, you know, even Tex Mars has issued several statements that the Khazar Jews who make up 90 to 95% of modern Jewry, have no connection whatsoever to the land of, uh, called Palestine. Not, uh, they're not historically related, nor are they genetically related. They, they, well, can you they, separate Edomites and Khazars, or are they in the same pot? No, the Edomites actually uh, did reside in the Middle East. They did reside in Palestine, and they ri- resided in Judea. But that does not make them Israelites. They're, they're in fact, Edomites. No, no, I mean, is it and is an Edomite the same as a Khazar? No, no. But the the Khazars had, do have Edomite blood through the Hittites, because mm-hmm. there was a, the Hittites uh, resided in Turkey, and uh, they moved up to join the Khazars even before, uh, right around 740 A.D. Oh yeah, when, yeah, yeah. Okay. When they converted but they weren't Judaism. the only, but 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 Edomites weren't the only Nephilim tribe. Weren't there like fifteen or sixteen of them? Well, uh, originally there were ten tribes of Kenites, and that's that's documented in Genesis fifteen eighteen through twenty one. Okay, okay. And so there was more than one. After there the flood, uh, their numbers yeah. were decreased to seven tribes. And in Deuteronomy 7, uh, chapter, um, yeah, Deuteronomy 7, uh, that whole chapter is about how much Yahweh wants the Israelites to exterminate these Canaanites so that we should never have the, even the opportunity of mixing with them. Okay, it says very mm-hmm. clearly, your sons shall not marry their daughters and your daughters shall not marry their sons because Yahweh hates these people. Why? Because they're, yeah. fallen, they're descendants of the fallen angels, as you and I have discussed many times. Well, you know, when David was fighting the Philistines, there was a giant there. He wasn't a normal guy. That was uh, a descendant of a Nephilim. The king of Bashan, with a right. with what we now know was a 19-foot-long bed, right. five-foot wide. <laughs> that guy was not an, an Israelite. He was, he, he was human. Not, that's right. <laughs> he so, was not so even a human. He he was a half breed space alien or you know fallen angel yeah. whatever you want to call it whatever right? and and but he wasn't redeemable because his daddy no. wasn't Adam the problem no. we've got is people don't realize when Israel came out of Egypt and went into that area they were taking back land that foreign and I mean actual foreigners from the, from not this planet had squatted on that area and he said 
hey, you know, maybe the Chinese have rights, maybe the blacks in Africa have rights because they're indigenous to the planet, but these guys, these guys aren't even supposed to be on the planet. Go take that land, and if you have to, kill them, because they're right. not. You won't be committing murder. Right. Because they're not because human. Because they're, they're forbidden not species. They're a forbidden there breed. There you go. Okay. So now today we're going to be talking about one of the one of these forbidden species. Let, let's and, not be uh, controversial today. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Erin Dakins went into all of this uh, on her radio show the other day, and she's on where she was being streamed on TalkStream Live. Then she got the famous letter uh-huh. immediately, and that night they kicked her off saying, we are removing you, right? you Holocaust denier, you. They're talking about the true origin of the Jewish people. Well, actually, we, she was talking mostly about the Holocaust not being correct. If there oh. were any died, it wasn't. And so she got slam dunked. Yeah. I began to realize if you want a reaction and get over the target, one of their capstones, one of their legs under their stool is the Holocaust. So just sure. knock that out, and they will right. fall on top of you. Well, that, that's, the, that's the second most uh, uh, censored topic. You know, you cannot talk about the Holocaust or in, in critical terms. Otherwise, you will be censored, and that's what happened to Aaron. And then the other topic is whether or not the Jews are Israelites. And I've been censored about that many times because I deny, mm-hmm. categorically deny, that the Jewish people have any connection whatsoever to the Israelites of the Bible. <laughs> And then you've got a whole group out there of blacks in Africa saying that they're the true ancient Israelites. You know that group, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. There's a lot of imposters. There's a lot of imposters out there who Uh, want to be worshipped. (laughs) Well, there's only one group of people. Uh, Hey, hey, Doc, it's very simple. There's only one group of people who fits the Uh description, and Isaac shall thy seed be called. Okay, there's only one group of people, and that's the Saxons, <laughs> otherwise known know. as the Caucasian people. Okay, and uh, it's our people who fulfill the prophecies of Abraham that he would be a father of many nations. Well, you and, know, that kind of goes contrary to the guys that were on the streets in New York that were black, and they said, we're the true Israelites, you blankety-blank-blank-blank-blank. Get right. the blankety-blank out of my face because you're a blankety-blank-blank. You're a, you know, this you're is how a, they a were talking. Well, a white oppressor, white privileged, uh, uh, I forget, a honky. <laughs> Whatever, well, I forget what term they used. Yeah, yeah. I, didn't want, I can't repeat the words yeah, they right. use on the streets no, to the, but, you know, a white question, person. Right. My, my question for them is, if if you're the real Hebrews, how come you never had the Bible until we Caucasians gave it to you? <laughs> All right, can you explain that? Good question. Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> okay. So today you're going to be talking about uh, the parasite, I mean, excuse me, uh, Rabbi Khan. Right, uh, parasite uh, is correct. <laughs> a harbinger and so right. Go ahead. Where do you want to start with this? Well, uh, basically, his basic claim is, and you know, his stuff is all over the internet now. And he basically claims that Isaiah chapter nine verses ten and eleven uh, for for doom America if we do not kowtow to Jewish demands. Okay. <laughs> First of all, let me just say, since the Jews aren't referenced in Genesis twelve one through three. 
It's the children of Abraham, not Jews. And the Jews aren't Israelites. Why is it that since America has been giving the Jewish people billions upon billions upon billions, and the Christian Zionists have been blessing the Jews over and over and over again, why is America suffering the way we're suffering today? How oh, are we why being are we blessed? An, yeah, why are we having an economic class if we've given them bi- right. billions of dollars? Why are we having nonstop wars and ISIS spits in our face when they claim to be anti-Jewish when in fact they're anti-Christian and anti-Muslim? That's the million-dollar question. How <laughs> right. can they? That's because ISIS is run by Jews. That's why. That's <laughs> really very simple. Okay? So uh, it's, this is just more deception by Rabbi Khan. All right? Let me just read the verses that he claims have something to do with the potential downfall of America. And these are uh, Isaiah 9, 10, and 11. The bricks are fallen down. But we will build with hewn stones. The sycamores are cut down, but we will change them into cedars. That was verse 10 and verse 11. Therefore, the Lord shall set up the adversaries of reason against him and join his enemies together. Reason, spelled R-E, capital R-E-Z-I-N. It was the king of Syria when this prophecy was uh, written Okay, by Isaiah. Mm-hmm. It not, has nothing to do with a future America. There is no way America can possibly be uh, associated with these two verses. What Rabbi Khan is doing is because Isaiah chapter 9, verse 11, has two numbers that are associated with 9-11-2001. He has concocted an entirely fictitious scenario of prophecy which has nothing to do with the book of Isaiah. Absolutely nothing. That's, that's the only basis he has for making his outrageous claims that America is going to be judged because of 9-11. Now, we're going to be judged all right, but not, yeah, not because yeah. of that. Yeah, but because we're blessing the Jews. We're blessing the Antichrist. That's why we're going to be judged. Okay? So mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to be proving to you that these... These verses have absolutely nothing to do with America. All this stuff is past history, and Isaiah was prophesying the doom of the ten northern tribes of the house of Israel. And that's what this is about. In fact, uh, the mere fact that he brings up reason, king of Syria, is absolute proof that it's about uh, a bygone era. How in the world do we, how do, do we associate reason who was a Syrian, with America. How does that work? I mean, uh, get your logic <laughs> wheels turning, Doc. Uh, can you come up with anything here? Well, I can tell you that, you know, today we rely, you know, how many times have you seen people, even in our circles, they're quoting news, and they right. act like that's an authority. Right. And the news, the authorities are the Guardian, the BBC, all the major networks, that isn't any, you know, why do we not learn those are just, well, they're controlled by the very people 
right. that we're talking about. You right. cannot trust a thing they're saying. If you know that, though, you can take the information and kind of look at it as a enemy, what are you trying to say kind of thought. You know, right. what is the idea behind you trying to tell me whatever it is? Right. You know. Okay. Now, uh, let me go a little bit further here because Rabbi Khan's statements are predicated upon the assumption that God judged America on 9-11-2001. No, it was mm-hmm. the Jews who did 9-11. Mm-hmm. And after having attacked America, organized Jewry, that is the Zionists, and, their, and all their shills, including the, what, the, the dancing Israelis who were there to document the events, okay? And the Jews were all over 9-11. After committing 9-11, somebody got a brainstorm. Maybe it was this Rabbi Khan himself. Hey, let's claim that this is a judgment from God upon America and make all the white Americans feel guilty, <laughs> right? No, and, and, and put the fear of Satan in them. <laughs> I, I thought I thought a Muslim owned the World Trade Center and made a bunch of money. <laughs> no, well, I, thought was a, Jew. I thought it was I thought it was <laughs> right? Muslims that run run yeah. run the central banks of the world. Yeah, Larry Silverstein. That doesn't sound like a Muslim name to me. <laughs> right? And of course, he, just months before it, it goes down, he owns it. Now, they called it the Great White Elephant. And the reason right. why was because it <laughs> wasn't that legal. elephant has a hooked nose. Well, the reason why is because it had all this asbestos that was supposed to be taken out of it, and nobody wanted to do it because it cost more than the buildings were worth. Well, guess what? It came down pretty simple, didn't it? Yes. yes. Did you know that he got paid twice for both buildings? Twice on building one, twice on building two, the big ones, right. because there were two airplanes that hit it. Right. Now, can, now that's just the perfect example of that passage where Jesus talks right. about the lawyers, about yeah, and, the lawyers twisting the law. You know. And, Doc, you know, right after 9-11, and you know, everybody knows that there should have been more people in those Twin Towers on a Tuesday, because that was well, not a yeah. holiday. Okay. Well, most of them were gone because they were out of the right same synagogue where they planned it. That's right. In fact, Larry Silverstein and uh, the, the head of Homeland Security at the time, the guy whose name mm-hmm. is Son of the Devil, they uh, they <laughs> both belonged to the same synagogue. Okay, there that's probably where the whole operation was planned. But uh, I checked the, uh, you know, sure there, should have been, there should have been 30,000, 40,000 more people in those two buildings that day. The, uh, the Jews had sent out a, a message via Internet, an email message via Odigo message service. Oh, yeah, Odigo yeah, yeah. message service is in Hebrew, not in Arabic. It's in mm-hmm. Hebrew. So on a given Tuesday, there should have been another 20,000, 30,000 more Jews in that building. Okay. So I figured, well, how, how can we know for sure? As far as I know, only one Jew died on uh, 9-11-2001, and that, he was in one of the airplanes. I checked the uh, services, uh, funeral services, in New York City in the following two weeks after 9-11, and there was no, there was no extraordinary activity in the Jewish, uh, you know, what do you call it, the 
you know, mortuaries, funeral homes. No yeah. extra, it was just a, the same as usual. So, we know that the Jews were warned ahead of time, stayed away, and there were virtually no Jewish deaths. As far as I know, only one Jew died that day. Okay? So this was a Jewish setup. There's no doubt about it. The Mossad did it with the cooperation of the CIA and all these other Jewish organizations, you know, the, the so-called Jewish security agencies that were in charge of security at the various airports. They allowed all well, you know, you know, you know that you know we were already told do not let a foreigner loan you money, you will become enslaved. That's right. Now, everybody goes, well, no, the Federal Reserve's ours. It is not ours. It's owned by, guess what, a bunch of Muslims. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, you must be politically correct <laughs> and not implicate the Jews, right? Let's see. We'll see. Uh, the, the person that's running it now is Muslim. No, no, I'm wrong. Uh, the one before was a Muslim. No, no, I'm wrong. Uh, Greenspan, wasn't he Muslim? I, I can't. Well, gee, I guess they're all Jewish. Yeah, right. So yeah. why do we get judged? Well, it's not because of what Khan is saying. What's Khan saying? What's he telling us that we aren't blessing Israel? What, what's he saying? We're we're, we're, I guess we're not for? blessing uh, Israel enough. You know, the, the trillions of dollars and of money and good wishes from the Christian Zionists is not blessing enough. Apparently, that's what he means. <sighs> Man. So, you know, uh, how much do we have to bless them? How much do we have to bless the Jews before America finally gets something positive in return? This is incredible, isn't it? Yeah, it's totally well, It's obvious. I mean, it, it just amazes me how few people put two and two together and uh, realize that the, the way the Jews compute, it's five, not four. Incredible. Okay? All right. Mm -hmm. So now, in addition to all of this, He's predicting that on September 13th, 2015, there's going to be another judgment. Okay? Oh, really? Now, now since we know that the Jews committed 9-11-2001, you know, this could be a, a self-fulfilling prophecy where the Jews plan to stage another attack against America and, and blame it on God. Okay. Oh, you mean blame it on us because we don't bless because them we don't enough. give them enough money yet, <laughs> right? Jeez. Yes. Yes. By the way, I do. I have some. I have some good news. Uh, somebody sent me a link to uh, Veterans Today, where they actually mm -hmm. printed uh, printed an article by a British Israel uh, adherent where uh, Veterans Today published the fact that the Jews, being mainly Khazars, are not the people of the book. They're not biblical Israelites. And so I think that's the first time that Veterans Today uh, has broached that subject. Okay. So mm -hmm. our, message, our message is trickling through the truth that the Jewish people are not Israelites by any stretch of the imagination. It's all based on a lie. And even H.G. Wells, in his book, Outline of History, says the Jewish people, the Ashkenazi Jewish people, were never in Palestine, which shows that the, the assertion that assertions can rule over facts. It's, it's incredible that we don't know this because they took our educational system over. Right. It was 1972. There, yeah, about right yep. then. Yeah, you yep. bet. 
And, and, and what ends up happening is you end up with people like J.B. Wells. He, you know, he was probably misled all his life about who Israel was, like everybody else that goes into church. Mm-hmm. And so when he hears a quote about the Boston Tea Party, and then all of a sudden at the end it says, and we prevail God above the clouds to release Israel. He has no, he goes, what's that mean? Yeah, he has no concept of what they're saying. They're saying they are Israel. The American colonists who weren't Jews. Okay. And, And so when he hears that, he goes, well, that's a strange appendage to this quote. Well, it's strange because you, J.B. Wells, I'm not upset with you or anything. Right. You don't know who you are. You don't know who they are. Mm -hmm. And because these colonists knew, doesn't mean they're strange. You're the stranger to who he is. He doesn't even know who he is. Well, that's why the Bible says in the book of Revelation, and I guess we'll talk about this next week because this story is really important and it's current. Bible okay. says that the the Israelites will sing as it were a new song, oh. and that's uh, that. The reason why it says as it were is because we're teaching the old time religion, but it sounds new to everybody because it's been <laughs> it's been suppressed. Okay, so uh, here let as me go it were into. Means, oh, I got yeah. you. I get you. I get you. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's not it's not really a new song. It says as it were a new song. Okay. Well, we were supposed to forget anyway. Well, right, we? yeah, uh, because we forgot our identity, and this this is actually in more recent history because, uh, you know, mm-hmm. even Queen Elizabeth I, when she addressed her uh, troops, you know, in regalia, she addressed them as men of Israel. Well, they've <laughs> got that flag. Well, yeah, it's I mean, called the, the, the Union Jack. The, yeah, I mean, that's the, the, the Lion of Judah and the Unicorn yeah. of Joseph. How does that come to come to Britain if they're not Israelites? They are Israel. Well, that's right. The Union Jack yeah. means the unification of his, of Jacob. The, right, right. It, it would have been the symbol. Maybe all the other flags in the desert would right. have been around. You know. Yes. Yes. But why do they go play? Why does a, a a monarch, good or bad? By the way, this does not mean they're good. A white Anglo-Saxon can be ruthless. That's right. What 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 this means is these people aren't out there playing like they're Jews. They're not. Oh, we are in spirit yeah. Jewish. We are right. spiritually inheriting. They don't believe that whatsoever. Because well, literally, they think they're going to be. Um, yeah. lineal descendants in the line. I mean, come on. Right. How much more do we have to tell people? <laughs> right. Well, again, the Revel- book of Revelation, uh, Revelation 2, 9 and 3, 9 says, Beware of them who call themselves Jews, who say they are Jews and are not, but are the synagogue of Satan. It doesn't okay. say beware of those who say they're um, White. <laughs> Muslims. It does, yeah, it doesn't or say they're, they're, It says beware of those who say they are Jews. Okay? Yeah. Well, who says they're Jews today? There you go. We're supposed to beware of them, not take them at their word. Okay? Let me read a couple of critical comments about uh, Rabbi Khan's thesis, or should I say fictional presentation. <laughs> okay? Uh, this is by uh, 
a review by Mr. James, not me, somebody else. And he says, I have seen with this book as well, Mr. James points out the Harbinger by Jonathan Kahn. It's about a series of signs or omens which he believes have manifested in America beginning with the terrorist attacks of September 11, 2001. The author believes he has discovered an ancient mystery in Isaiah 9, 10, 11, which I just read and have absolutely nothing to do about with America, that explains everything from 9-11 to the collapse of the global economy. Although he uses a fictional narrative as a framework, the book is based on what he believes are undeniable facts from the biblical text, the corresponding history of 8th century B.C. Israel, and current events of the last decade in America. As I just pointed out, this book has absolutely nothing to do with America. It has everything to do with Assyria and the Ten Northern Tribes. Okay? So uh, okay. that's one comment. And here... Uh, he, uh, another commentator says, the heart of a biblical hermeneutic or, or study is the commitment to understanding the literary context of a passage. This is where Kant's thesis first runs into trouble. Nothing in the context gives any indication that either Isaiah or the Lord intend for Isaiah 9.10 to be understood as having to do with anything other than the northern kingdom of the 8th century B.C. Although the author has insisted in a moderated discussion with this reviewer that he does not believe Isaiah 9.10 is too for or about America. The book paints a very different picture. Okay? Uh, continuing, this, this uh, next paragraph is worth reading. Although Khan has tried to explain that the passage is only functioning as a sign to America, this is not a meaningly, meaningful distinction. Biblical signs are revelatory and therefore prophetic in that they signify that something is happening or is going to happen. And this is exactly the way Khan handles the harbingers in the book, meaning that in at least some way he actually does see a direct connection with Isaiah 9.10. Okay? So uh, shall we go into Isaiah and see what Isaiah really tells us? Yeah, let's do that. Go ahead. Okay. All right. I'm going to read chapter 7, verses 1 and 2. And chapters 7 through 11 are all about the coming captivity of the ten northern tribes under Assyria. That's what these chapters are all about. Chapter 7, verse 1, And it came to pass in the days of Ahaz, son of Jotham, the son of Uzziah, king of Judah. So the king of Judah was Ahaz. That reason, there's reason, R-E-Z-I-N, king of Syria. Okay, reason is the king of Syria. And Pekah, the son of Ramalia, king of Israel, went up toward Jerusalem to war against it, but could not prevail against it. So what we're, here is the setting. It is the war between reason and the ten northern tribes under uh, King um, Pekah against Ahaz, king of Judah. It's, a, it's an internecine war between the house of Israel and the house of Judah. Okay? Nothing about America here. Okay? Verse 2, And it was told the house of David, saying, Syria is a confederate with Ephraim, Ephraim being a synonym for the ten northern tribes of Israel. And his heart was moved, and the heart of the, his people, as the trees of the wood, are moved with the wind. Okay? So the house of David is the house of Judah, the two southern tribes. Okay? This is something that most Christians have no knowledge of whatsoever, 
that the two houses, that the 12 tribes were divided into two houses after the death of Solomon. And they remained independent of each other until the 10 northern tribes were taken captive by the Assyrians and then uh, escaped across the Caucasus Mountains where they became known as Caucasians. Okay? It really is important that our people understand biblical history. Because once you understand biblical history, all of these phony claims made by, made by Jews simply uh, dissolve into nothing. Okay? So, uh, let's go to verse 8. For the head of Syria is Damascus, and the head of Damascus is reason, R-E-Z-I-N, and within three score and five years shall Ephraim be broken, that it be not a people. So this is a direct prophecy that reason and Syria, who was confederate with the ten northern tribes, will be broken by the Assyrians. Okay? Now, That's what this is now, about. Now this, now this brings up a, a question. Um, a lot of people would... in. They would presume that since this was a fight with Syria and they got beat up, that they got hauled off rather than scattered. So you might want to clarify a little bit there. Well, again, the, the ten northern tribes were gradually deported by the Assyrians over see, uh, within threescore and five years. That's within 65 years. All of the house of Ephraim will be broken. Okay, so the Assyrians invaded Israel, true Israel, not the Jews, the ten northern tribes, first in 745 B.C. There's actual archaeological evidence of this. There's stele, that is, columns, inscribed columns uh, by the Assyrians uh, giving us the exact date that Tiglath-Pileser, king of Assyria, took half the tribe of Manasseh, in the year 745 B.C. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, okay, so if you add 65, then the final deportations would have occurred something like around 680 B.C. Okay? Right. 745 right. minus 65, now, 680. Deportations okay. means what? Tell us what that means. Just grabbing up the people and deporting them to Assyria where they were used as slave labor. Wow. Okay? That's what happened to the ten northern tribes. Okay, if you now, don't did know, any of them leave and go into Western Europe, right? Oh, some of them did. Yeah, some of them left. In fact, that's that's who the Cimmerians are. The Cimmerians are they're called after King Amri, who was king of Israel before Ahab, and before uh, and before uh, who's the king here? Uh, I forgot the name of the Israelite uh, Pekah. Uh, a lot of those Israelites left the Middle East and became known as Cimmerians. That's the Greek term for Cimmerian. So After, they all didn't hang around to get no. off by the well, Assyrians. Well, no, they, they knew that the Assyrians were coming. They, they, okay. they were aware of Isaiah's prophecy, <laughs> right? <laughs> and, oh, we better get. We better get while the getting's good. And that's when they landed in Wales. And that's why the the Welsh call themselves the Cymru to this day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's okay. right. You ought to know, you know about I, that. You're a, from that area. That, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's interesting because that's a principally 
And that's a teaching right there. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Understand the prophecies of your prophets. That's right. And if you believe, you'll be saved. If you don't believe, guess what? You're going to become captive. That's right. Right. Well, that's so kind of what we're dates. happening today. Yeah, so mm-hmm. the operative dates here are 745 B.C. to 680 B.C., and that's what this prophecy covers. It doesn't well, that cover gives you plenty of time to get else. out of Dodge. Oh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, you, absolutely. you could migrate real easy uh, with that right. much time. Right. Okay, verse 9, we're still in chapter 7 of Isaiah, and the head of Ephraim is Samaria. That was the capital oh, okay. city of the ten northern tribes. Okay. Uh, would, could that be New York or <laughs> Chicago or Timbuktu? <laughs> We're talking about the literal city of Samaria in the kingdom of Ephraim, otherwise known as the ten northern tribes of the house of Israel. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let me repeat this. And the head of Ephraim is Samaria, and the head of Samaria yep. is yep. Ramalia's son, that is Pekah. <laughs> If you will not believe, surely you shall not be established. In other words, Yahweh is telling these Israelites, if you do not forsake your Baal worship, I will have Assyria come and punish you and take Where you captive. The, and we got the Baal worship from guess who? Yeah, from the Canaanites. From the people like Who we're not supposed Syria. to associate with, the Edomites. Yeah, just like the Syrians who worshipped... Mm-hmm. Uh, other gods, too. Right. Uh, and you know what? I would consider all this money and all this, oh, we've got to do this with the Jews. I call it worshiping Jews. That's right. That's it's worshiping like, a lesser well, god. Isn't that Baal worship? That's right. Can you say that's Baal worship? Well, the true god of the Jews is, is Baal. They're Baal worshipers. So for one thing, the, the Canaanites reckoned their ancestry through the mother. The Israelites okay. reckoned their ancestry through the father. The Jews still reckoned their ancestry through the mother. That's right. That's which right. is more proof that they're Canaanites and Edomites than Israelites. Okay? All right. Mm-hmm. Now, I just want to quickly digress here because Isaiah 7.14 contains the very, very famous wor- verse which the Jews contest, which is, Therefore, the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. The Jews say, well, this couldn't be a virgin. It, it, the, it, the real, they say it really means a young maiden. Okay? Well, the, however, the Septuagint, which is the Greek translation, the original Greek translation of the Hebrew Old Testament, specifically says virgin and uses the Greek word for virgin. So there's no doubt that the Judahite scribes who translated the Hebrew Old Testament into the Greek knew that it meant virgin. Besides, if it was a young maiden, it wouldn't be an exceptional prophecy, (laughs) right? (laughs) Behold, a woman shall give birth. Oh, okay. okay. (laughs) Right? It's a virgin. And there's no doubt about it, because that's what the Bible says. Okay? So here we see the Jews are always contesting the Bible as written, and then just making things up to uh, because they have to pretend that they are the Israel of the Bible. So, okay? so 
Rabbi Khan, which calls himself Rabbi, but yet he's a Christian. No, he's not. Yeah, that's what I wanted you to say. Mm-hmm. He's no, saying he's not. that we, America, are going to get judged because of our behavior. Why? What's he saying we're going to get judged? Why? Because we haven't been giving enough money to Israel. We haven't been blessing the Jews enough. Oh, jeez. Right? But what are these? All... We're... Oh, brother. Yeah, isn't it sickening? Oh. <laughs> it's how they have uh, the Judeo-Christians wrapped around their little fingers with all of these lies. So Let that's why that recording that I had, he emphasized, I will bless them that bless thee, and I will curse them that curse thee. Meaning He's speaking of Abraham's descendants. He's not speaking of Jews. The Jews have nothing right. to do with, with, with that verse. Absolutely well, nothing. Well, he wants everybody to think that it's well, him, right. right? Yeah, yeah, but there weren't, a, there weren't even any Judahites yet because, <laughs> because they hadn't been born yet. <laughs> the prophecy, the statement can't be about the Jews. It can only be about Abraham and his direct descendants. That's all it can be about. Okay. okay? This is how the Jews lie about Scripture constantly. Well, boy, right. he's getting he's getting into the circuit, man, with this stuff. Oh, yeah. He's all over the place. Oh, yeah. We'll have well, to talk uh, about that in a little bit. <laughs> uh, I'm, going to, uh, I'm going to write a, a story about this and call it uh, the harbinger uh, grasping for shekels. Because that's what this is all about. It's making money off of false interpretations of prophecy, right? Uh, Let me jump to uh, verses 19 and 20. We're still in Isaiah chapter 7. And actually, let me back up to verse 18, because it says it as plain as day. And it shall come to pass in that day that Yahweh shall hiss, for the fly that is in the uttermost part of the rivers of Egypt, and for the bee that is in the land of Assyria. And then, and they shall come, meaning the Assyrians, and shall rest all of them in the desolate valleys and in the holes of the rocks and upon all the thorns and upon the bushes. In the same day shall Yahweh shave with a razor that is hired, namely by them beyond the river, by the king of Assyria, the head and the hair of the feet, and it shall also consume the beard. In other words, Israel will be stripped naked by the king of Assyria. Okay? This is confirmed. Now let's jump into chapter 8. Chapter 8, verse 7. Now therefore, behold, the Lord brings upon them the waters of the river, strong and many, even the king of Assyria. The waters in the river meaning huge numbers of soldiers. That's what the water you know, is. He, he, he goes on in that passage talking about, I cut it off because I just couldn't take it yeah. anymore, where, where the nations of the world would be blessed by his. <laughs> my my blessing Lucifer, right. Uh, well, they've blessed us yeah. with a corrupt central bank. They've uh, yeah. blessed us with a world war after world war. Uh, you know, it just goes on and on. Excuse me, Doc. I've become very nauseous. <laughs> I, can't, I can't take any more. Right. It's, okay. It's, it's just a shame uh, that we are so, we have to wake up. We have to mm-hmm. constantly bang on this. I think it was poetic justice that it was agnostic Jew researchers 
that found out at John Hopkins that they weren't ancient Israelites. I think mm-hmm. it was funny. They right. were the ones doing the genetic research that said, by golly, we're not yeah. ancient Israelites. Yes. You know, that, yeah. Now, I, I would ask people, because uh, we only got like eight minutes before the break, how much time we have before the break. Oh, anytime you want. We can, oh, we okay. can you know, move it uh, around. Let's do these uh, these slew of verses that pertain to what Rabbi Khan claims. Oh, okay? yeah. Okay. Okay, okay yeah. Let, now we're in chapter 9, verse 6. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Who do you think that's talking about? Well, not a Jew. <laughs> no, it's Christ. <laughs> right. The Jews deny that he is the Messiah. So do you think Rabbi Khan quotes verse 6 in chapter 9? Do you think he does? <laughs> well, probably No, he doesn't. Not. He ignores that verse, okay? Verse 7. Of the increase of his government and peace there shall be no end upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from hereafter forevermore. This hasn't happened yet. Okay? Mm-hmm. And it's not going to happen if we keep on blessing Lucifer. Verse 8. <laughs> the Lord sent a word into Jacob... That's all 12 tribes. And it has lighted upon Israel. Okay, so this is the prophecy of the coming of Messiah. He ignores these verses because the Jews do not accept Jesus Christ as Messiah. There are people like Rabbi Khan who pretend they accept these verses. But when you push them up against the wall and say, do you believe that Jesus Christ is the Messiah, the son of David, and they will run as fast as they can. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. here we go. The Lord said, uh, verse nine, and all the people shall know, even Ephraim, that is the ten northern tribes, and the inhabitant of Samaria. Okay, Samaria was the capital city. That mm-hmm. say in the pride and stoutness of their heart, the bricks are fallen down, but we will build with hewn stones. The sycamores are cut down, but we will change them into cedars. This is talking about these Israelites in Samaria and in Ephraim. Oh, that was that why there was a sycamore at 911 destroyed and they went in and planted the cedar? Is that what they were thinking? Don't you think this whole scenario by Rabbi Khan has been scripted? Well, of course, but when they planted the cedar, as you're saying there... Uh, yeah, uh, right. When did they plant the cedar? Well, I don't know when they planted it, but it died. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> Because, so it didn't last. Because I mean, the curse of Cain. Cain's children can't grow anything. Not, the ground no, will not true. yield for them. Yep. That, you know, that okay. is true. That is okay. true. We're talking about Jews, folks. That's right. Now, we're talking about Jews. You seen it? Okay. When have you seen a, a, a Jewish farmer? They were cursed, weren't they, Eli, with having to grovel for food by That's conniving right. and figuring out a way to get us to give them well, yeah, food? The, the Bible food. says they will eat our dust. They will eat the dust of the Adamites, and that is that means the scraps. Okay, since the Jews do not grow their own food, they have to, as you just said, have to, uh, you know, finagle, have to figure out a way to put food sure. on the table. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Now here's verse eleven. We, 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 we give them a hamburger. We give them a hamburger for a piece right. of paper. Right. Right. 
And verse 11, therefore Yahweh shall set up the adversaries of reason against him and join his enemies together. Again, we're talking about Syria. We're not talking about America. Wow. So So he's uh, used that whole thing to say that we're going to have an event. Well, you know, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out America's in trouble. That's right. Now, why you're in why America is in trouble, that might that might take some study. Well, that's because research. we follow these lying Jews. Mm-hmm. That's why America's in trouble. If we would simply stop following the devil and start following Yahshua the Messiah, then America and repent of our sins by following by taking Jewish advice and allowing them to steal from <laughs> us through the Federal Reserve Bank and all the other scams like abortion, homosexuality, and uh, you know gambling, mafia stuff. And that's what the Jews really do. And yet the you average know, white person is clueless. Don't, they don't have a clue. You know, it's kind of funny because apparently Obama did not invite Netanyahu to speak in, at the State of the Union. Mm-hmm. But he did speak. Because somebody in Congress invited him. You know what I'm ask. I've got to be asking myself here. Mm-hmm. Why is this little bitty, tiny little troublemaker over, over there? <laughs> right? Why are they here in America talking at the State of the Union or in our Congress to complete? Mm-hmm. Why is it like? Uh, the Chinese yeah. people. Why isn't uh, Mexico? Why isn't a Canadian? Why isn't a, the British crown? Why isn't some other? Where are all all the other nations? Why is it always, always mm-hmm. Netanyahu? Right. Because the Jews own our politicians. That's right. That's the ADL right. and APAC and all the other Jewish organizations. They just want to rub it in everybody's nose that we can force our way in and talk because that's who we are. And and unfortunately, we've lost control of the nation. Right. And and it's going to it's going to we're going to be. um, And by the way, all all of these lies are backed up by the big lie, the so-called Holocaust, which never happened. Right. And. uh, so. It's because you know they constantly strain at sympathy by the you know by the gullible white Christian. Mm-hmm. Oh, our people were destroyed by Hitler. No, they weren't. You know, they moved I was to Israel. A, I was doing a conference. I was hosting the radio broadcast version of the secret space program conference in Amsterdam, um, mm-hmm. and. We were, we were, I was going to interview two of the keynote speakers, and another guy was going to interview the other two. So I got Peter Lavenda and Timothy Good. Timothy Good was really good, but Peter Lavenda was a, a can't even say what I want to say. He, I didn't know he was Jewish. Oh, and when okay. he got through talking about all the Nazi UFO stuff, he <laughs> had to bring in the Nazi this, Nazi that. Right. Then right. he says, but my current uh, work is finding, guess what? Neo-Nazis. Uh, Neo-Nazis from World War II that committed war crimes is my big project. Because he yeah. started talking. I said, wait. I said, look. 
an, a group of people called Scots nearly got wiped out even worse than Jews at a battle called Culloden, mm-hmm. but you don't hear us whining about it. You're not here to talk about that. You're here to talk about it. The program right. is the title, and we don't want to hear it. And I just stopped him. Right. Just, Very good. Like, he, and he just, you know, was like, I think oh. he was a little he cursed bit you? Well, I <laughs> You're going to be I cursed. Was, You're going to be I think cursed. he was probably really surprised that I just kind of halted that whole thing, you know. Right. Very good. I mean, I've got a story, too. But, in fact, the, the Scots were in worse shape than the Jews ever have been, right? You know, so don't 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 give me that kind of crud, buddy. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, the the world is waking up to Jewish lies. Yes, and yes. that's what By needs the to way, happen. Yeah, we got a, a question in the chat. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it says, "Are they even human, Eli?" They're asking you. Well, they're hybrids of the fallen angels. So, what do you think? Well, I wouldn't call uh, them if they're human. Well, they're human half human. Well, you know, we we have to define human. Human mm-hmm. that Eli and I are talking about is Adamic race, okay? The Adamic no, race. Right. They're, well, they're not Adamites, that's for sure. Yeah, they're not. A, now, that doesn't mean there couldn't have been other kinds of races on the planet that were not Adamic that were right. also not Nephilim. Right. I mean, that doesn't mean the Chinese were from Nephilim. It doesn't mean the blacks were right. from Nephilim. Yeah. But it does mean that these creatures that Israel ended up right in smack in the middle of because they were supposed to go take their land from them. Right, and wipe them uh, out. And, and wipe them out. That's Those guys weren't even supposed to be there. That's why they were sent That's there. That's right. That's exactly. They were interlopers. You know, they, in my view, they came you know, through a portal. I don't think they bothered with spaceships. They somehow materialized in a non-conventional way with the conventional way being through the birth canal of the mother, <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> they somehow materialize some other way. And the Book of Enoch covers this in great detail. Well, it is, you know, they could have all been, let's just pretend, they could have all been wiped out. How did they get here in the first place? Yeah, through, uh, well, be, Genesis well, 6. It could be, it, well, Fall I know, it, it tells they came here. But if they've come here once, Eli, even if they got completely wiped out, they could come again because they weren't from this planet. And right. if they weren't here the first time and they got here, they could probably come again. And we're told they would, too. Mm-hmm. So, Right. The, well, they're certainly trying to make a comeback here in the end times. There's no doubt about that. Okay. Now, now so. this isn't to say that, that we are not going to be judged. It's kind of like... Oh, uh, yeah. A bunch of guys getting together saying, you know, America's going to end up in this great big war. And uh, since we know that's coming, let's call the reason because they were treating us bad. So he goes out and he starts all these talks. This guy, this guy's a piece of work, let me tell you. He ends up... I got I got I got to tell you in Branson Watch your Missouri language. Watch your language, doc. <laughs> in Branson Missouri outside of Branson there well it started in Branson you're, yeah I'm being careful here. Yeah. Uh, uh Jim Baker uh, was ba- he finally got out of jail from this huge extremely long 45 year prison sentence. He was in jail out of nowhere came a Jewish lawyer 
that took his his case up and brought it back to the courts and got him out of jail. Ever since Jim Baker's been out of jail, he has been on television again mm-hmm. with the help of a guy that's got lots of money in Branson. And they've built some more condominiums and hotels, and he's got this huge uh, TV stuff. And guess what? He constantly talks about how good the Jews are. Right. In right. fact, he says, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for a Jew. Right. Attorney the Jews got him up so he could lie for them some more. That's exactly what's going on. So John mm-hmm. Khan. Right. Regularly shows up at his place now. Oh, folks, Rabbi Khan, no less. Yeah. Wow. Well, and they call him Rabbi Khan. They don't call him believer. They don't call no, him he's, Christian. He's not a believer. He's a you know, con artist. <laughs> <laughs> he runs this. He runs this little church in New Jersey. He says. Oh, right next to New York City, I have this thing in New Jersey. I'm going, well, boy, you just really have got to tell the Jews, you know, you got to make sure you let the Jews know you're part of the New York family. I'm right outside of New York and New Jersey, you know. Uh, We all know where New Jersey is, Rabbi. Mm -hmm. But you know what's interesting? He doesn't call himself a saved person. He doesn't say pastor. No. He has to constantly. He's a rabbi. He's a Jew. Yeah, he has bring Well, you know the Bible says, Eli, that if you deny my son, you also deny, you. deny me. Mm-hmm. So a rabbi isn't anything to brag about, even if you think they're Israelites and they're denying Christ. They are in sin, headed for hell because of that. Right. Now, tell me how you're supposed to be blessed from somebody that's headed for hell. That's right. Can't be. Can't going to happen. Uh, Doc, uh, give me five minutes. I need to warm up my coffee and my throat's dry. Can okay. you uh, can you play we something? We can do that. Okay. Yeah, so, go uh, for it. So give me I'll five. Put you on okay? mute. I'll put you on mute and you go do that. Okay, okay great. Thank you. Well, man, Rabbi Khan, this guy has been infiltrating himself into Jim Baker's deal. Of course, Jim Baker has to, basically. Uh, Jew got him out. And he's up to his old tricks again. Now, get this. (laughs) Jim Baker is in Israel right now on a tour, bringing people over over to Israel. By the way, did you know that if you get a group of people together on a tour, like a trip to somewhere, that these uh, travel agencies, they'll tell you, hey, if you get me 15 people or more, I'll give you the trip free. That's how that works. Well, guess who's with him? Rabbi Khan. As we speak right now, Jim Baker is broadcasting from Israel along with Rabbi Khan. You know what's funny? You can go to Israel, and there's Jews, of course, Kazarian Jews, fake Israelites, all over the place. And every one of them has the place where Christ was killed. This was the place. This was the place. Oh, no, no, over here is the place. But, of course, you can take a tour of it, too. 
you can take a tour of the area over here where he was. And, the, and of course, you know, the tours, oh, gosh, I'm sorry, they're not free. It, it, you know, it, it's incredible. Uh, when the Muslims conquered Jerusalem, you know, around one, the, the year 1000, uh, before that, right before the Muslims conquered it, uh, a Anglo-Saxon king was ruling over Jerusalem. And at least, at least the Muslims paid taxes to be allowed to come into Jerusalem and pray. It's amazing to me, folks, that we are constantly thinking that these guys have anything at all to do with our ancient Israelite heritage because they they just don't. There's no there's no connection whatsoever, folks. None. None at all. Well, we'll take a, a little break here, and we're going to get back to events that are coming, events and things that will be happening, but not because of what Rabbi Khan is saying. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to the Waterman Files. This is Dr. John Waterman and Eli James here on January January 30th, 2015. And we're on this journey. We're trying to figure this all out. We have an enemy. Do you know who it is? Well, well, Eli, what do you think? Where are we going these days? Let me unmute you. I forgot to unmute you. Right. <laughs> there we go. Now you're on. Okay. Yeah, the enemy is called a Jew. The Jew is pretending to be Israel, pretending to be a friend, pretending to be God's chosen people. It's Satan pretending to be good, a good guy. But all he's worth is lies, one lie after another. Uh, let me continue because... This is really telling. We we went up to verse 11 in Isaiah chapter 9. Let's read verses 12 through 16. The Syrians before and the Philistines behind, and they shall devour Israel with open mouth. And it's talking about the Assyrians coming in and destroying everybody in their path. Okay? And they shall just devour Israel with open mouth. Now, if the Jews claim to be Israel... This is talking about a judgment against the Jews, not against America, right? Of course. Yeah. Okay. So you can see that Rabbi Khan has utterly taken these two verses, verses 10 and 11, out of context and made up this fictitious scenario that they're somehow related to 9-11 merely because Isaiah 9, verse 11 has those two numbers, 9 and 11. Oh, and, okay. All right. That's what it. A, That's a it. mystic. Oops. Yeah. 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 I hope you didn't uh, spill something on your computer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm, having, I'm having some coffee, too. Uh, my, mine's, uh, you won't believe it, I have my, the, the, the name of my coffee is Con- Con's coffee? No, 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 no. I wouldn't do that one. <laughs> it's called Highland Grog. Oh, there you go. I mean, only a Scot could find that kind of coffee. Right. You know. Does it does it come with the alcohol, or do you have to add it? <laughs> well, that's later. That's after the show. That's right. Okay. <laughs> right. Right. So merely because he he can find a tricky, sneaky way of putting the word the numbers nine and eleven together, he has come up with this scenario. And that's it. He has no other basis for this argument. It's totally fictitious. They love to put together these things. Um, all this superstition. I call it superstition. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Jewish superstition. To, yeah. Of course. Mm-hmm. Any kind of superstitions, but yeah, but they they're they're really the well, they're the father of superstition. That's right, the Kabbalah. Mm-hmm. Kabbalah is Jewish witchcraft. They believe in the witchcraft. What it was but, is mm-hmm. a bunch of fallen angels right. whose daddies and were their told, Well, maybe just their daddies told them, "Look, you are bad guys. Mm-hmm. I am a god. You will be a god." And you know all these statues that were built about Greek gods and so forth was just a bunch of Israelites that had become sinful 
worshiping other gods. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. Exactly. That's who the so-called Gentiles are. They're these paganized Israelites that were roaming the Greco-Roman world during the days of Christ. Mm-hmm. And that's all they are, because Jesus said, I come not but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. He didn't say I come from the, for the whole world. He said, I come only for Israel. I want to he regather my the, flock together. Remember the lady at the well, the Samaritan lady? Well, uh, yeah, wanted, right. He wanted them to heal her daughter, and and he said, I didn't come here for you. Oh, that was the Canaanite lady, yeah. I mean, Canaanite. Canaanite. I'm sorry. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and she said, uh, truth, Lord, but I'll take crumbs, <laughs> right? So that proves that Canaanites don't get the inheritance, because you asked that earlier, right? Do Canaanites get saved? No, they don't. Now, they can be blessed. They can be blessed, we're told. If they do good. But but show me a Jew in this world that's doing good. (laughs) Well, they also get blessed if they bless Israel. Us. Us, if they bless us. That's the last thing a Jew is going to (laughs) do, is bless us. They hate us, because Esau hates Jacob. They have a proclivity... And the proclivity that I'm talking about, now, I noticed in the chat, Eli, somebody mm-hmm. said they have a like a, a proclivity for something. I forget what it was. Oh, oh uh, pedophilia. Pedophilia. Yeah. This, come, this comes naturally to them because of right. their genetics, because right. of the perversion of their seed, the perversion and the perverted nature of the fallen angel to start with, right. which they inherited the proclivity of. It's right. kind of like breeding a racehorse. You don't breed a racehorse from a draft horse. Right. If you have, if you breed somebody that has total evil to the bone, right? Like a fallen angel. Mm-hmm. And if he can, in some way or other, transfer his genetics to half Adamic man per uh, uh, being. They're going to have heavy. I'm expecting from a from a doctor standpoint here that the Nephilim genetics were dominant. Of course, they, they may have been taking Israelite women and having kids, but the Israelite genetics was not dominant. I think the right. genetics from the fallen angel was extremely dominant. It's kind of like having right. you know dark eyes are oh, dominant absolutely. over blue eyes. Well, that's like why that. they bred giants. Because mm-hmm. you know the That's hybrid right. offspring, you know you you know about hybridization and uh, hybrid vigor. Right? There you go. The mm-hmm. very first generation of every uh, hybrid uh, offspring is very strong, and then it begins right. to dwindle out over time. But the very first generation is always very strong. Okay. And 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 so here we are, you know, how many thousands of years later, or a couple right. anyway. Yeah, and, and Christians and, and haven't they, learned anything from the Bible yet. Well, they, you know, if they were still giants, they might still understand, but they're right. still there regardless. They've just right. been interbred with right. other races that only go to six foot, so to speak, for so long. They're just right. going to be six foot. But that, you know what? In case there's just one person listening, Jews, as in Edomites, as in fallen angels, seed, the seed mm-hmm. of Satan, right. have the most inherited mental illnesses of any race on the planet. And other genetic diseases. 
And other genetic diseases, yes, more yes. than anybody. Such as Tay-Sachs. And the Jews know it, but they don't publicize that. Why? Because they want you to think they're perfect. <laughs> right? Oh, that must be due to persecution, Doc. Their genetic diseases must be due to persecution. <laughs> right? You know, what other race on the planet changes their names place to place, mm-hmm. you know, uh, that runs Gets an kicked entire... out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it and claims been, they were persecuted. It hasn't been... Uh, uh, blacks didn't migrate from continent to continent. Chinese didn't migrate from continent to continent. The European, Anglo-Saxon, and Celtic kindred tribes didn't necessarily leave there and go and leave mm-hmm. completely. I mean, they established nations and stayed. Right. Yeah. Uh, 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 hey, even even the uh, even the uh, Hun and the Mongols, they stayed where they were. Right. They still are where they are at. I well, mean, actually, yeah. That that's what became Khazaria. The Huns and the Mongols, uh, you know, bred with the mm-hmm. Hittites and created the Khazar. Okay. And they're the ones who converted to Judaism in 740 A.D. So uh, that's what the Khazars are. They are a Hittite, Mongol, Hun group. You know, so there's a lot of Japheth in the in the Huns. So uh, they're not, they're not an Israelite tribe or a Shemitic tribe by any stretch of the imagination. This is what our people have to understand: that the modern Jew, taking 100 percent, only five percent of them are uh, Sephardic. Mm-hmm which came from the Middle East. All the rest are non-Israelite, non-Shemitic, non-Hebrew people pretending to be Israel. And uh, it's even worse than that because their religion is not based on the laws of Moses. It's based on the Talmud. And the Talmud permits them to engage in incest and pedophilia. It's it's an incredible issue um, that... uh we have going here in fact mm-hmm. the uh, uh the ignorance is rampant yeah. and any time we talk about it uh we end up on you know when you get over the target there's flack in other words right. you're going to get shot at right and yeah you know both Eli and I we both get shot at in in the uh the mm-hmm. chat room uh for right. no other the reason they attack than our topic. websites constantly <laughs> sure, sure right well, you yep. know, this is uh, this is petty stuff. What's going to happen? Uh, let's, uh, there's two things that I think we're going to end up having to talk about. What's going to happen to them, and what's going to happen to America? There are two totally different things. And right. yes, there is something going to be happening to America, and then yes, there is something going to be happening to them. Yeah. Well, let's save that for the very end because I still want to quote more verses from Isaiah. Okay, to, to really yeah. nail down the fact that this is these these verses that Rabbi Khan talks about have absolutely nothing to do with America. It's all past history. It was a prophecy when Isaiah uttered it, but as he mm-hmm. says very plainly, in three score and sixty within three score and sixty or three score and five years. The, this prophecy will have come to pass. Okay? So, it can't be go beyond 680 A.D. Period. I mean, B.C., sorry. Mm-hmm. 680 mm-hmm. B.C., not possible. The Bible clearly says so. 
Okay, let me repeat verse 12 of chapter 9. The Syrians before and the Philistines behind, and they shall devour Israel with open mouth, for all this his anger is not turned away, but his hand is stretched out still against the ten northern tribes of Israel. Verse 13. For the people turn not to him that smite them, neither do they seek Yahweh of hosts. Therefore Yahweh will cut off from Israel head and tail, branch and rush, bulrush in other words, in one day. The ancient and honorable, he is the head, and the prophet that teaches lies, he is the tail. Rabbi, Rabbi Khan, the prophet <laughs> that teaches lies. Verse 16, and of course all the Judeo-Christian ministers, such as, uh, oh, the you can name uh, any number of them that you want, Joel Osteen, uh, John Hagee, uh, who was the guy you were talking about earlier in Branson? Uh, he's a, Jim Baker. He's Jim Baker, he's another one. They're Come all hirelings <laughs> of the Jews to teach lies in the name of the Bible. Okay. And finally, verse 16, for the leaders of this people cause them to err. If you accept these idiots. Sure. As your leaders, then you are there causing you to err, and they that are led of them are destroyed. Now, where does our destruction come from? Certainly not by giving, you know, by giving more money to the Jews. I mean, that's that's the that's the problem. We're giving our money to the Jews instead of withholding, so they couldn't be so powerful as they are. Well, let's put this in perspective. The of all the foreign nations in the world, including those that are starving to death, needing help from equipment and learning how to farm and so forth. Mm-hmm. And yes, I understand some people in some nations you have to teach them over and over. Um, the most money goes to a country called Israel. Mm-hmm. And it's just a name. It's not a people. The Jews are not the Israelites of the Bible. That's just part of the deception. Right. The fool of Christians. They're also a group that stole our nuclear weapons secrets in the Numic scandal. Right. And it was a Hollywood producer that did it. And by the way, there was a Jewish Hollywood producer that showed up for some kind of awards here recently that has a warrant out for his arrest if he is here but he came out of Israel and got snuck into the country. Now, how can you get past NSA? Oh, I forgot, NSA, or uh, the TSA, excuse me. Oh, the TSA, yes, that, that's, that's right. That's that Jewish-ran organization called Homeland Security. Right. So if you're Jewish, you can make it in the country without... A problem, even though there's a warrant out for your arrest, that you can go to some kind of award ceremony in in Hollywood uh, and uh, you know hobnob with your other synagogue buddies. So mm-hmm. the criminal right. elite, or you know, and they, you know, even though they have to eat too, they seem to have a complete disdain for people like farmers and they just just absolutely 
I think they hate everybody that has anything to do with food industry. They just hate their guts. Well, their Talmud says uh, farming is the lowest possible occupation anybody could uh, occupy, and the Jews don't farm mm. for that reason. Okay? It's beneath, right. it's beneath their dignity, right? Uh, chapter 10, verses 4, 5, and 6. Yahweh continues, Without me they shall bow down under the prisoners, and they shall fall under the slain. For all the, his, this anger, his anger, is not turned away, but his hand is stretched out still. In other words, he is using Assyria to punish these paganized Israelites. Verse 5, O Assyrian, the rod of my anger and the staff in their hand is my indignation. I will send him against a hypocritical nation, that is, the Israelites, and against mm -hmm. the people of my wrath will I give him a charge to take a spoil, to take the prey, to tread them down like the mire of the streets. In other words, when we disobey his laws by practicing paganism, and the modern Judeo-Christians are indeed practicing paganism again, they will be judged not for failing to give money to the Jews, they will be judged for failing to obey Yahweh's laws. Interesting. That's where we're it's, at, it's folks. Just, it's as plain as day. <laughs> right? It's just as plain as day. Uh, but, you know, who goes to church anymore to hear Scripture? Uh, they spend uh, a half hour singing from some kind of screen off the wall music that I've not seen written by any mm -hmm. anybody that I know. I mean, I don't recognize stuff, you know, anymore. Mm -hmm. I, not that I, not to have to keep singing all the old stuff, but uh, an overabundance of, of uh, singing. Well, it's worship. It's worship. You've got to come to the, you've got to dress and, and it's God's house and it's got, no, I and you, Eli, we are God's house. That's right. We are the temple. That's just a building. And if I had yeah. to be dressed because I'm God's house uh, fancy all the time, well, I'm in trouble. Yes. So. Yeah. Yeah. So our uh, troll, our troll left finally. We had oh, okay. a guy. He always comes in, and he talks about the um, the food, the freeze dried food. He says. You know, he complains about it being so expensive. Well, what he doesn't realize is it's cooked, it's harvested at its peak, it's flash frozen, then it's cooked, then it's dried out after it's cooked, I mean, by a freezing process. It's put in hermetically sealed cans with oxygen and moisture absorbent, and you can store it for 20 years. But, of course, all that technology is supposed to cost the same as a $4 box of cereal. He keeps saying he can get. I don't really care, but here's the deal. See, they target, they target us, and they're not here to learn. Mm -hmm. they're, right. they're, they're here to attack character. Right. Well, it just so happens he's always talking about the end times. And he just so happens he sells food. I've, folks, I've been talking about end times for 45 years. I have literally been doing this that long. 
And uh, and I wasn't even suggesting people, Eli, get food uh, at Y2K during the Y2K event because I said it's not really going to happen. But now, Eli, you know you can sense it's here finally. It's, mm-hmm. it's upon us. It's upon us. I mean, Europe is failing. You know what, Eli? Our kindred brothers and sisters in Europe right now are under a massive attack by the bank that's trying to take them down, the European bank, the EU. They're mm-hmm. trying to get in. And guess who runs the EU? Yeah. The same creatures that same run creatures. our central bank. Right. Same mm-hmm. creatures. The exact same creatures. Eli, will we ever get away from these people? Not until the second coming. That's what the Bible says. Because the fact is, most white Christians are so ignorant and still following the devil, just as Eve followed the devil in the garden, because the modern white Judeo-Christian is, Eve symbolizes them for their ignorance and their blindness and their inability to determine when they're being fooled and deceived. They simply blindly accept whatever the Jew says, whatever the devil says, and say, okay, well, that sounds good to me. <laughs> Let's send more money to Israel if that means we're going to be blessed. Hey, since 1948, America has been cursed with one catastrophe after another, one war after another, with homosexuality, with abortion, with um, organized crime, with the way too many Jews running all these systems. How has America been blessed since the founding of the Israeli state. I mean, can and you it, think it, of it, any way that we've been blessed <laughs> since 19, May 15, 1948? You know what's interesting? All the news about the pedophile has gone ballistic since it included a prince mm-hmm. of England. Right. A prince of England. And everybody's but, focused on that and not the constant repeat Dershowitz or any of those guys that have been thrown in jail and got out almost immediately for the very same thing. You know, if you and I did that, Eli, we'd be locked up forever. Right. And nothing is said about the Jewish pimp that provides him with the children. That's exactly right. He's an American Jew. There you go. Okay. Which proves that the media is owned and run by Jews, and they will not tell on themselves. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean, but here, here, and here's the interesting thing, Doc. Mainstream media runs on sensationalism. Okay? Mm-hmm. The most sensational story you could possibly come up with is that the Jews are not God's chosen people. <laughs> right? It sounds like it to me. I mean, yeah. everything is, yeah, it's incredible. But yes. as sensational as that is, they won't run that story because uh, they me... won't tattle on themselves. Let me tell you what's being developed, Eli. I don't know how much more time you have to to go, but current news just released. The USS Stennis, do you know about what's going on with it? No. It's one of our premier later model uh, aircraft carriers. Okay. Uh, it's in California at a port, and it's being loaded up with um, six million tons of armament. Wow. They said they were going to be loading. So I looked at some pictures and read a little bit more of the info, and I go, 
They're misleading us. They don't even want the enemy to know. They're not yeah. loading it. I figured it all up. They said how many crane loads of armament would it take. It was going to take 1,400 uh, lifts from a crane. 1,400 lifts of using a crane to load up the armament on this aircraft carrier. 1,400 of them. Mm-hmm. If you did one every 10 minutes, that would take two weeks, or about nine days. So let's just give it two weeks to three weeks to load up. But get this. The the weight of the pallets they were talking about, here's what they look like, and they had these things on there, and I figured it up. And if you take 1,400 and you divide that 1,400 right. into 6 million pounds, you get how many pounds per load, okay? It's a little over 4,000 pounds, or uh, 4,000. But I checked, and they're not lifting 4,000 pounds. They're lifting 6,000 pounds. Their article said they were going to load up the aircraft carrier with two-thirds of its capability. And I refigured it based on the information they were giving because it wasn't, uh, didn't seem to be jiving. They're not putting 6 million. They're putting 8.4 million pounds of armament. And that fills up the rest of the, the other third that they didn't, they said they weren't loading. They are going full capacity. And they're having aircraft mechanics. They're putting in medical, surgical teams. The entire complement of a foreign war machine is being loaded. And it was being loaded in the middle of January. It should be on its way shortly. And guess where it's headed? Black Sea? Off the coast of Yemen, 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 oh, okay. Yemen, Yemen. Okay. Because of, you know, all the difficulties over there with Yemen falling, they think they will not be able to get the oil out of the Gulf to America. So here all of a sudden they have this huge warship going. Um, looks like uh, probably within a month, according to the, like the WebBot says, we're in trouble, Eli. We are uh, headed for total. This is going to be bad. Well, you know, uh, I, I still smell a rat. You know, I think it's part of the staged war that the Jews are pulling all over the Middle East. They course. just need an excuse yes. to get Americans angry. Oh, this means our our gas prices are going to go up again. Rats. Okay. <laughs> Blame the of Arabs. Course. Right. It's, well, uh, Saudi's prince, you know, or Saudi's yeah. king died, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So, so there's going to be a little bit of a struggle there, and of course, Israel's right in the middle of all that. Right. You know, um, you know what nation in the world brings us criminal activities in the financial sector? Well, Israel's number one at their bank in Israel. But they have their little buddies in Switzerland getting rid of the euro and going with their, you know, we have Liechtenstein, we have Switzerland, we have Monaco, we have Liechtenstein, all these places where they are run as financial havens of protection for the wealthy of the world. Mm-hmm. And right. who runs them are Jewish. Right. Uh, you know what? Uh, if I were younger anymore, I'd take a f- team of five guys that know how to blow shit up, and I'd go into one of these little countries, and I'd obliterate it. 
Yeah. Not the people. Not the people. I just take out their little their little banking havens and just obliterate it. You know, okay, start your little stuff again for all the wealthy Jews in the world and we're just gonna obliterate it again. You just leave your card. The problem, Eli, like you say, it's just really grieves people that we constantly have to deal with this. And mm-hmm. what what's going to be the what's going to be happening in uh, the near future? I mean, what do you think is going to be? Well, uh, uh, I would suggest that the, probably the best answer I can give you is uh, go to my website www.anglo-saxonisrael.com, and I'll repeat that www.anglo-saxonisrael.com and uh, look at the document entitled Washington's Prophecy because General Washington had a vision at, at Valley Forge and I'll just b- describe it briefly. At Valley Forge he saw that uh, after the, the Revolutionary War that America would expand from coast to coast, which it did. Okay. Then he saw a black cloud coming from Africa, which would lead to another war. Mm-hmm. Okay, the black cloud was black slaves coming from Africa. Okay, and then he saw a red cloud overtaking America, and that would lead to fighting in the streets of every city in America. Okay. Wow. So, so the red cloud is upon us. What do you think the red cloud is? Uh, Jewish communism. There you go. See how easy that yeah. is to figure out. <laughs> it's real easy. The red, red, uh, uh, yeah. You know what do they call it? Red diaper babies. Right. They're all over the place. <laughs> yeah, they're all over the place. Now, guess so, what they're doing? Yeah. Though the media owned by them tell us, "Oh, it's not us. It's the now we have thousands of Muslims that are going to blow our heads off here in the states." You know, mm-hmm. that's the real threat. Right. Yeah, but I think we did a show actually three or four years ago where we talked about the fact that uh, Iran has a uh, a system by which they can jam the signals of uh, you know, our aircrafts and mm-hmm. the, all the sophisticated electronics that we have aboard these aircraft carriers and other ships, right? So right. Uh, I think that recently happened in the Black Sea, one of our ships... Uh, the the Russian uh, fighters were flying flying over the American ship. I think it might have been the USS Donald Cook, if I'm not mistaken. But anyway, the uh, the Russian pilots were waving and smiling. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. You can't do anything yeah. to us. We have jammed your signals, and you can't control any of your missiles or any of your fly <laughs> any of your flight patterns. Well, it wasn't we can't do any of that. that- there was, it wasn't Russians that attacked the USS Liberty. That's you know. right, exactly. It was it's, it, 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 it was totally them, totally. Yeah. Well, I, I, I've got to say this: Jonathan Kahn is is one of the most. Uh, he's got this sympathy going for him because he is the classic looking literally he is classic looking hook nosed Jew. Yeah he's ugly as he's ugly as sin. 
Yes, he is. A, he is a, <laughs> if, you know, although, do you remember all those pictures about the bankers? And, and they ugliness have those, is more than skin deep, Doc. <laughs> no, it is. It is very. Uh, he's a monster. He is a he is. ruthless. He, he looks like a Neanderthal. He looks like a Neanderthal, and there was a book written by a Jew about Neanderthals, and in that book he claims that Jews have a lot of Neanderthal blood, too. Well, they don't I, want to talk about the missing link because no. the missing, the, <laughs> right. you know, there is, there is a, there the missing, is a link missing link. Is still here, right. The missing link will never be linked up because, gosh, guess what? Adamic man wasn't linked to all those all right. were here, you know, the yes. Adamic man was put on the scene. And so they don't even want to have that kind of uh, uh, discussion in science books anymore. They've learned, you know, if we leave this in right. our textbooks, they'll start talking about it. They might figure out Adamic man was not linked any way to it. So let's just quit right. talking about the missing link. Right. So but they Doc, quit. Found, they stopped it. I found okay, the article. What? This actually happened oh, uh, some time ago. It's Monday, April fourteenth, two 2014. Russian jet... Uh, uh, flies over Navy ship in Black Sea, and it was the USS Donald Cook. A Russian fighter aircraft made repeated low-altitude close-range passes near a UA, U.S. ship in the Black Sea over the weekend, the Pentagon mm-hmm. said on Monday, condemning the action at a time of heightened U.S.-Russian tensions over Ukraine. Quote, this provocative and unprofessional Russian action is inconsistent with their national protocols and previous agreements on the professional interaction between our militaries, said Colonel Steve Warren, a Pentagon spokesman. Well, who, who took over Ukraine and staged violent uh, unrest by which the Ukrainian people are suffering immensely? It wasn't Russia. No, they weren't. They, they weren't yeah, it was the Jews with their uh, NATO operatives. That's, that's, Which yeah, is now you know, the entire military-industrial complex that JFK was talking about. He, what right. he was trying to say is a monolithic, monolithic means one, mm-hmm. group that were in total control of the industrial-military complex. Right. He was talking about the Jews. Right, right. He was trying exactly. to keep from getting killed, but he got Right, yeah, well, he, said, he used the term secret societies. Yeah. He didn't specifically mention Jews, right? But here, let's continue. Warren said a Russian Su-24 aircraft, or fencer, made 12 mm-hmm. passes at low altitude near the USS Donald Cook, a destroyer that has been in the Black Sea since April 10th. It appeared to be unarmed, he told reporters. The incident mm-hmm. lasted 90 minutes and took place on Saturday evening while the U.S. ship was conducting a patrol in international waters in the western Black Sea, Warren said. The ship is now in a Romanian port. Blah, blah, blah. What the story doesn't reveal is that that Russian pilot knew that the uh, American ship couldn't fire at him because, <laughs> because they had jammed they... all the electronics on board. <laughs> well, okay? they're gonna, they're, you know, the white elephant of the armament uh, today is probably the aircraft carrier. Mm-hmm. It's a sitting duck, you know, for right. some, you know, something to come in. Yeah. You know, we've been nuked already, folks. Uh, you know, when they started doing that money in this country, they nuked us. They ruined us. Right. Eli, can you imagine mm. how wealthy a nation we could be, all of us? We would be 
Okay. If we had not used that banking <laughs> Doc, system. Doc, you just gave me chills when you said nuke. Let's get back to one of the first statements I made in today's show. One of Rabbi Khan, this Neanderthal, mm-hmm. one of his statements was that this year, on September 13th, he expects a, uh, a coming judgment of America. I think well, they're going to nuke one of our cities. Here's what's going on. Apparently, this fall, according to the Web Bible report, something happens that causes Americans to get so completely upset that they start killing politicians, mm. national politicians, okay, uh, like vice presidents and senators, right. literally. Okay. So yeah. maybe this is what we're, you know, maybe you people know, these are getting are so cabalistic. fed up. People are getting they're so cab- fed up with Jewish yes, false flags. They're, they don't even know who it is, but they're right. fed up with it. Right. Exactly. You know, it's uh, really you know, they're crazy. finding out from us who it is. Yeah, okay. they are. They are. They are finding yes. out who it is. And yes, they should be upset. And you know, January twenty fourth, six days ago, Paul. Uh, I mean, uh, Paul Volcker. You can tell I'm too. <laughs> right. Bernanke, who's not right. even there anymore. Right. You know. Yellen you know what? She's another he, Jew. He, he, yeah. <laughs> He said, if no one wants your currency, does it really exist? Yeah, in, right. other, in other words, the central banks are in fights right. at the world level. We're, right. having, we're having these central bank fights, the euro right. against the Federal Reserve, okay. but they're all playing the same game, folks. Right. Now, now, it's interesting that maybe what they'll try first is they'll, they'll deliberately collapse the dollar because it's collapsing anyway. But they'll choose September 13th as the date for the collapse, and then they'll have their entire scenario, their script, their Hollywood script will be all preset to uh, to push the button uh, on September 13th, whether it's a nuke or whether it's simply an economic collapse, and say, see, America, we told you you were going to be judged on September 13th, 2013. Well, I think he's talking more along the lines of uh, physical uh, war type of an attack, right? I think I think our monetary system is going to be in the deep doo doo way before September. That's right. my opinion. It's, it's, it's I think you're now. right. I I think mm-hmm. you are right. I think these Jews use these cabalistic dates for literal mm-hmm. uh, events like nine one one or right. Oklahoma exactly. City or. Or Waco, or all those—they mm-hmm. they, they right. do those monstrous murders on to... Jewish on Jewish holidays. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. And so the blood moon has nothing to do with it. They've they've no. pre-selected those dates. That's, that's when right. they act. It's not God doing this. It's the devil Jew that's doing these things. Right. 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 That's and right. the average Judeo-Christian still hasn't woken up to the fact that Satan is control, in control of this world. The Bible clearly says he is. Well, if does, he were yeah. not, do, do, do you think that Jesus in the in the desert, well, couldn't he have destroyed Satan right then and there? Well, if he was in control, do you think we the world would be having economic problems? Uh, absolutely not. Well, you know, it's obvious that Satan is in control. That's right. This is, Eli, he's been given talked. this time. He's been given this time by the Father. Uh, <laughs> right. You know, yeah, uh, to uh, act out 
and the Christians still haven't got, perceived what's going on yet, okay? It will not end until the second coming. It won't. It's not. It, it won't. Well, it's it's not. It's not. It's it's going to take him, totally, yes. totally, completely him to get rid of it. Right. Uh, our, our job is just, folks. Our job is just to survive till he gets here. Right. Whatever. Whatever it's going right. to take. And to wake up. To wake up before he gets here. Because those well, you're who are awakened. You can't sur- Eli, you cannot, let me ask you this. I don't think you're going to survive this unless you know who your enemy is. Exactly. Otherwise, you have your back to the enemy, and he's going to blow you away. That's right, and he'll get you in the back, that's for sure. That's We've right. been uh, talking about uh, Jonathan Kahn, good thing he, that's over, his lies, his cheating, his, of course, uh, uh, exacting the blood from all yeah. that, yeah, <laughs> all that baloney. Uh, we've talked a little bit about signs, and then of course, uh, the harbinger. Uh, there is a harbinger coming, but it's not the right. one that Jonathan Collins <laughs> talking about, and it's for another reason, and it's right. because of his relatives, his ancestors, and I mean Jonathan Collins that were in this problem. Not that uh, you know unredeemed fallen man could have been just in enough trouble on his own but yes guess what fallen angels and jews had to show up on the scene and aggravate right. all of that and 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 make it even worse uh, let me we quote, can't do it on our own yeah we only have a few minutes left let me quote a verse from isaiah that can be interpreted as the falling of the twin towers and that's okay. isaiah 30 verse 25 and there shall be upon every high mountain, upon every high hill, rivers and streams of waters in that day of the great slaughter mm. when the towers fall. Oh, wow. Wow. But, that, but that's not uh, mm. Isaiah 9-11, and you can't make any connection. Uh, all that, all that uh, Kabbalistic, num- yeah. Mm-hmm. Eli, next week, why don't we next, maybe like next Friday, we'll talk about more signs. Yes. Talk about and we'll go into Revelation. Yeah. Revelation. All we'll right. Talk more about our uh, dual, yeah. a book of dual prophecy, folks. A book that talks about uh, past and and future. Right. It, right. It's exactly. a record book of the past and yeah. a book of the future. Still, now a lot of people think it's either one or the other, but that's yeah. kind of like limiting God, saying, "Oh God, He can't make something written that says." Uh, two things. <laughs> oh yeah, no, there are several du- dual fulfillments, uh, and yeah. there are many yeah. dual fulfillments. You know, so, usually at first on a local setting, and then on an international setting. There you go. And, yes, and that's yes, over. Yes. right. Okay. So the judgment of Esau in the Old Testament uh, presages his global judgment at the at the last day. Okay. And just hey, that's just you know, one example. Daniel, Daniel got hauled off to uh, Babylon. Now, did he deserve it? It wasn't him that was being judged. He was just, he was participating in what's called the corporate, meaning the nation's judgment. But personally, he's a picture of the fact that we can make it through hard times because they tried killing Daniel and they didn't get it done because the lions wouldn't eat him. They've tried all kinds of things to try and kill that guy. He was protected because he obeyed Yahweh's laws. 
And that judgment that was personally being exacted on him didn't work, although, Mm -hmm. yes, he was hauled off. Yes, he was, because he was in a nation that was in judgment. And because of that, you and I, Eli, are hauled off into occupation, but we do not need to be victims of our occupation. And that's what Um, we need to America has been judged precisely because we have been doing the Jews' bidding, killing people all over the world for the Jews, and they think that's, that it's good. They well, actually believe too. that they're doing good when they're doing evil. That's right. Mm-hmm. Eli, thanks for coming, and we'll yep. do this uh, next Friday. Yes. All right. Thanks, all right. Guys. See you next time. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks. Thanks for coming, everybody. We did our best, folks. Talk to you next week. Monday. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.